we are speaking about what happens when there is no mercy in your life what happens if you do not have mercy there are three things just three things what happens if mercy is not working in your life nobody must tell you that mercy is working for everyone do you know judas the bible says he was born for perdition the word perdition is destruction can you imagine he was with jesus like this and jesus would know that he would be destroyed he is a son of perdition, yet Jesus, not in no single day, did Jesus rebuke the devil out of Judas. And in fact, the Bible says when Jesus took bread and gave Judas, the Bible says, and Satan entered him. And Jesus said, go now and do what you're supposed to do. Why was Jesus Christ not having mercy? To say, no, 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 not this one. Can we look for another person who is not an apostle to do this? Because it's not everybody who has mercy working over their lives. And if you discover it, that's not working for you. Quickly, do not be shy. Behave like Bartimaeus. And they say, Lord, have mercy. Be like David. Make a prayer like King David. When he said, Lord, show me your mercy. He needed it. For that particular event. And mercy showed up. So do not have self-righteousness. And think, oh, you know what? I'm okay. No, I have the mercy of God. You're joking. So what happens? How can you know? Indicators. That mercy is not working in your life. There are three indicators you become a destitute of god's mercy in word that you may all understand you become poor of god's mercy maybe you may want to know the word destitute the word destitute means extremely poor or lacking something extremely poor and lacking the means to provide for oneself number one you become destitute or poor not just poor extreme poor very poor of God's mercy what does that mean to you it means you reach a level where the maze of God is not working in you you got these problems over here, those problems over there, those problems over there. You want to solve these problems, you end up looking for here. To solve a problem here and creating a problem there, which tomorrow must solve it. So it's like you borrow money here to pay this one. Tomorrow, you must borrow money here to pay this one. As well. No, it's, it's not wrong to borrow. But we're talking about the situation here. The matter by which the situation now becomes, it becomes so much that you go like, oh, 
I'm praying. You are praying. You are fasting. You are doing everything. But there's destitute. You are a destitute. There is no mercy. Am I talking to somebody here? You become what? A destitute. You are extremely lacking it. There is completely no mercy around you. Sometimes it's your children. The more you want them to be fine, this one becomes more dangerous than this one, than that one, than that one. Begin to see what's going on over here. Simple thing, simple prayer. Lord, have mercy. God can have mercy. But because there's no mercy around you, you begin to become a destitute of God's mercy. Extremely poor. Extremely lacking it. Am I talking to somebody here? In the book of Genesis, 24 verse 27, the Bible speaks of a very interesting topic. All right? And this is a servant of Abraham. All right? Now, maybe to understand the story properly, I want you to see this. In um, Genesis 12, from verse 2, God promises Abraham that he's going to make Abraham a great nation. All right? I will make you a great what? Nation. And I will bless you and make your name what? Great. Uh-huh. And, and you shall what? Shall be a blessing. And you shall become what? A blessing. Now, God promises him that. In chapter 13, all right, God fulfills his promise. Now, let's go from verse 2, all right, of chapter 13. Okay, the Bible says what? It says, Abraham was very rich in livestock. Now, 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 now. Did you see that? So, what God promised in chapter 12 comes to pass in chapter what? Now, Abraham became what? Let's read the scripture. Abraham was very rich in livestock, uh -huh. in silver and in gold. Now, let's, let's read verse 3. Let's read verse 3. Okay, read verse 3. And he went on his journey from uh -huh. the south as far as Bethel mm -hmm. to a place where he, his tent had been, had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai. Keep on reading. To a place of the altar which he had made there at first. And there Abraham called on the name of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Lord also, who went with Abraham, had frogs and heads and tents. Let's go to chapter 4, verse 29. All right? Now, Rebekah had a brother whose name was Laban. And Laban ran out of the man by the well. Mm -hmm. Ran out a man by the well. Mm -hmm. So it came to pass when he, he saw the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's wrist. And when he heard the word of his sister Rebecca saying, Thus the man spoke to me, that he went to the man, and there he stood by the camel at the well. Now this was a servant of Abraham. Did you hear that? Now in verse 27 of the same chapter, what did that servant say? Now, see verse 27. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham. Why? Who, Who has not, not forsaken his mercy and huh? his truth towards my master? And uh -huh. for me, being on the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. Now, wait a minute. What was happening over here? This is marriage. Okay? There's going to be marriage here. A servant has been told, go. All right? Go, and you're going to find somebody by the well. Did you hear that? 
there's going to be a prophetic marriage here for the son of Abraham. Are you understanding? But, see this, the moment the servant arrived and saw the girl exactly as it was prophesied, that that girl shall be a wife of the son of Abraham, he made a statement. Verse 27, the same verse 27 in the King James Version, it says, and he said, blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who has not left destitute my master of his mercy. Can you see somebody? He sees the mercy of God to provide a prophetic marriage for his master. No, no, no. no. Am I talking to somebody here? He says, no, 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 no. no. I can now see. If we go to chapter 13, he is rich in silver. My master is rich in gold. My master, he's rich in livestock. My master, he even gets a prophetic marriage for his son. He says, blessed be the Lord God of Abraham, who has not made Abraham destitute of God's mercy. In his children, the mercy is manifesting. In livestock, the mercy is manifesting. In silver, mercy is manifesting. In God, mercy is manifesting. He is not a destitute. He is not poor of it. He has it. So you can become a destitute. Am I talking to somebody here? You pray. Things not happening. You, you, you try livestock, nothing works. You try gold, nothing works. You try silver, nothing works. You try saloon, you close it. Everything you try to put your hands, you begin to identify that you are a destitute. That's why I told you, people think mercy is only for forgiveness of sin. No. What is happening here? Was Abraham being forgiven of his sins? No. It is mercy manifesting. The other word for mercy is goodness. The other word for mercy is compassion. The other word for mercy is loving kindness. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So when you hear the word mercy, it also means God's love or loving kindness. It also means what? God's compassion. It also means what? God's goodness. I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. It's God's mercy. Somebody say, I hear you, prophet. Say, I need the mercy of God. Now, if you're hearing me wherever you're hearing me from, and you say somewhere, there's somewhere, you are like a destitute. You need it. Just raise up a hand. Say, prophet, I need the mercy right now. Just raise up a hand wherever you are. If you need the mercy of God, the mercy. So somebody said the mercy. So the Bible speaks. I just like it. it says, can you imagine that it's not Abraham who's, who's speaking it? That, oh God, I see you. No, even his servants. Can I prophesy to somebody here? God will bless you with his mercy to a level whereby you're going to have servants. Servants. Even your servants. Do you know what they were using? The Bible says this servant, he went to look for a wife for Abraham's son. 
by prophecy because the prophecy was you shall meet him by the well. Now hear this. And when he went there, he didn't walk. The Bible says he used a camel. No, did you hear him say? Oh, yes. Now, I want you to understand this, that this is like 5,000 years ago for someone to use a camel. Even now, do you have a camel yourself? <laughs> for, and, and this is the servants of who? And it was not one camel. If you read the Bible, it was not one camel. There was a convoy. The Bible says they went using, using a convoy. And the Bible says they carried gold, diamonds. I'm not talking to somebody here. And these are servants. And then when they arrived there, according to the prophecy which they were given, that it, it would be by the well, when they arrived there, they saw Rebecca coming in there exactly as it was prophesied. The man before talking to Rebecca, he put down the diamonds and the gold. He raised up his hand. He said, blessed be the God who has not made my master Abraham destitute of his mercy. When things are not happening in marriages, in relationships, in companies, in businesses, simple, you might be a destitute. You need this mercy. The Bible says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall open. Am I talking to somebody oh, here? Oh, yes. So, number one, you become what? A destitute. Of what? Of God's mercy. Extremely poor of the mercy of God. Am I talking to you? First Samuel 28. From verse 5 to 6. Let's see one man who was destitute. Let's see one man who was destitute of God's mercy. Let's see him. His name was Saul. And, and, and what? And when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart greatly trembled. Wait a minute. These are Philistines, right? These are Philistines which David killed Goliath and won the battle in the valley of Elah. The second war. It was now King Saul himself facing the Philistines again. But when he saw them, the Bible says he was afraid. If you don't have mercy, if you don't have mercy, you become destitute. You begin to fear what others are supposed to fear. When he saw the Bible said, when he saw the host, meaning to say, these soldiers of Philistines were not 20, 30, no. They came in thousands. When, when his king saw, looked upon them from the hill and saw, he said, oh my God, today we are finished. He was what? Afraid. He was afraid. When you begin to fear your situation, when you begin to, to worry about what you're facing, what you're passing through, you just know you are destitute. Because remember, faith, I mean, I mean, mercy gives what? Hope. You remember that teaching? Mercy gives you what? Hope. Mercy also gives you what? Strength. 
It strengthens you when you're in trouble. So the moment you begin to fear, the moment you begin to doubt, to worry, have anxiety about your situation, just know you're destitute. And the Bible says, and he began to fear. He began to fear. When he begins, when you begin to fear about your situation, like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know what, I don't know. Just know there's a problem because mercy is supposed to tell you that greater is he who is in your inside. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes. The moment you begin to fear, you begin to condemn yourself. Self-condemnation. Am I talking to you? You begin to what? Like, I don't know, I'm, I'm finished. Fear brings self-condemnation. See what the Bible over there says. It says, and when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart trembled. greatly trembled. 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 Now, in verse 6, it says what? And when Saul inquired of the Lord. Did you hear that? The Lord answered him not. Wait, 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 wait. Did you hear that? He did what? Answered him not when he inquired from the Lord. He inquired. He actually went before the Lord and he prayed and prayed and prayed. He said, God, we have enemies here. And God did not answer. Destitute of mercy. If there was mercy, God could have answered. But he became what? A destitute. So he makes prayers and God is quiet. Just like now. For you to know you're a destitute of mercy, you make prayers when there is trouble and God stays quiet. So the Bible says he inquired of the Lord and God did not answer. Not only that, then the Bible continues saying what? Neither by dreams. You even reach a level where you sleep like this. Oh, you wake up in the morning, you can't remember anything. Destitute of mercy. Like I don't even remember. Not even by dreams. Ah, not even a dream. You just become a normal human being like anyone who just walks like in town. Like this. Destitute. At least he should talk to you even in a dream. Nothing. Now hear that. It says, neither by dreams. Not, not God, you inquire the Lord, the Lord answered him not. Neither by dreams, nor by Urim. No, by prophets. Papa, pray for me. I pray for you. No answer. Destitute. All you need is simple. Pray for mercy. Ask for the mercy. Not just mercy. There is general mercy which God gives everyone. He sends rain for sinners and the righteous. That's general mercy. We are talking about the mercy. Plenteous mercy. Great mercy, surrounding mercy, sure mercy, the mercies of God. You become a vessel, you begin to carry it. Are you following? So the Bible says he went, he says, God, not even, not even a single person has dreams of you. The Bible says nobody dreamt of anything. They even went to wise men. People who are following the stars. Uh, 
we have no way for you. He went to which doctors? The Bible says, see the scripture there. It says what? It says, and when he saw inquire of the Lord, the Lord answered him not, neither by dreams, nor by Urim, nor by prophets. Then said so unto his servants, seek me a woman that has a familiar spirit. That's the end of you now. Like, ah, let me look for somebody who has a familiar. <laughs> I went to Major One, God did answer. Let me try to someone else. Now, hear what the Bible says there. The Bible there says, Then said so unto his servants, Seek me a woman that has a familiar spirit, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servants said to him, Behold, there is a woman that has a familiar spirit at Enor. Now, and so disguised himself and put other remnant, and he went. So what Saul did, he said, Hey, if I go there, people will know me that it is me. So I will remove wristbands. I mean, I mean, I will. <laughs> so he said, I will, I will disguise myself. I said, are you from Bushiri? <laughs> so the Bible says then he changed his attire. He changed everything. He went to the woman. Hey, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Disguised himself and put on other raiment. And he went. And two men with him. And they came to the woman by night. And he said, I pray thee, divine unto me by familiar spirit, and bring me him up, whom I shall name unto thee. Can you imagine what I tell people, people who believe in ancestors? Hear this. There are consequences, heavy consequences, if you invite people who died to appear. Now, so he went to this woman, and he said, I want you to to call for the spirit of, of Samuel. I want, I want him to come. He speaks to the woman. See the scripture there. And the woman said unto him, Behold, thou knoweth that Saul has done. How he has cut off all that have familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. Wherefore then, lays thou a snare for my life, to cause me to die. It says the same soul. She didn't even know she was talking to the same soul. Oh, yeah. She says, don't you know that King Saul has killed all wizards like me in the land. So you have come here, you want to investigate me. Not knowing she's talking to the same guy who was chasing them away, but now he's looking for them because he's a destitute. If you become destitute, you begin to do the same things you couldn't do before. Same places that you, you were never going before, you begin to go back. Same things you used to do. Just know that you are a destitute of God's mercy. You begin to think, I think you have ideas all of a sudden. Where you begin to call good, bad, and bad, you begin to call it good. Now, see there. And so swear to her by the name of the Lord. A. He's even using the name of God, swearing in the name of the Lord. Saying, as the Lord lives, there shall no punishment happen to thee for this thing. Then said the woman, whom shall I bring up unto thee? 
And he said, bring me up Samuel. And when the woman saw Samuel, she cried with a loud voice. And the woman spoke to Saul, saying, why hast thou deceived me? For thou art Saul. And the king said unto her, be not afraid. For what sawest thou? And the woman said unto Saul, I saw gods ascending out of the earth. Hey, hey. She saw what? Gods. Doing what? Ascending out of the earth. He said when she saw somewhere in the spirit, gods began to leave the earth. <laughs> when she saw Samuel, gods began to run away from the earth. See this. See the scripture there. Then, let's go ahead. And he said unto her, what form is he of? Then she said, an old man cometh up and is covered with a mantle. And the soul perceived that it was Samuel. And he stopped with his face to the ground and bowed himself. Now watch this. And Samuel said to Saul, Why hast thou discreted me to bring me up? And Saul answered, I am so distressed. For the Philistines make war against me, and God is departed from me, and answers me no more, neither by prophets. God does not answer me anymore, neither by prophets, nor by dreams. Wherefore I have called thee, that thou may make known unto me what I shall do. Can you imagine? Can you imagine this? See the scripture again. See the scripture. When you become destitute, you go back to prophets, you don't get what? Answers. You go to God, no answers. You go to which doctor? No answers. Then you say, call an ancestor spirit. So he now invited ancestor spirit. And now the ancestor spirit, instead of even answering you, it kisses you. We have people right now who are saying, I'm suffering because of ancestors. They are destitute of mercy. God can't answer them. Now they are resolving of going to witch doctors or going to ancestors. And ancestors are bringing trouble now in the family. NKJV says what? Same verse. Now Samuel said to Saul, why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? And Saul answered, I am deeply distressed for the Philistines make war against me and God has departed from me and does not answer me anymore. Neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore I have called you that you may reveal to me what I shall do. Then Samuel said, so why do you ask me? Seeing the Lord has departed from you and has become your enemy. Why do you ask him? And the Lord has done for himself as he spoke by me. For the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor, David. Even the ancestors, instead of helping him, they're saying your kingdom is torn apart. I can't help you. Now your kingdom will be given to David. Now wait, we are not even done. See, see the next verse. <laughs> Because you did not obey the voice of the Lord, nor execute his fierce wrath upon Amalek. Therefore the Lord has done this thing to you this day. What is it? 
Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with you into the hand of the Philistines. And tomorrow, you and your sons will be with me. In other words, you will die. You will join me in the grave. The Lord will also deliver the army of Israel into the hand of the Philistines. Destitute. Problem after what? You called for an ancestral spirit and, <laughs> and uh, you called the ancestor spirit and the ancestor spirit is now calling you. <laughs> when you are destitute of God's mercy, you begin to go for which doctors? Because you feel like nothing is helping. You pray, you fast, God is quiet. Simple. God is trying to communicate to you, I have a system. Invite my system of mercy. And the system shall work for you. Because the Bible says, and the, way, the ways of the Lord are mercy and the truth. The paths of the Lord are mercy and the truth. So God cannot come to your direction without a way, without a path. And that path is mercy. You need mercy to surround you for God to come to your direction. Somebody say, I receive the mercy. I Say, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Are you following? Now, let me just show you a very important thing here. So if you are a destitute of mercy, you have no help. You look for help, there is no what? No solution. You are extremely poor of it. Extremely. Not forgiven. Are you understanding? Do you know David? David, the Bible says, normally, he kept on saying, I pray for mercy. God, show me your mercy. David committed serious crimes than King Saul. Serious crimes. He even went in the temple where they were putting the bread. And this bread was supposed to stay near the covenant. The Bible says anyone who would eat that bread, he was dying instantly. But David went there when he was hungry and sat down and took all the bread and began to to baptize. So everybody was shocked. Everybody said, ah, who is the bread in the holy of holies? The bread of his presence. That bread was actually there representing the coming of the Messiah. Jesus who would come in the field. They didn't know what they were doing. It was the bread of his presence. So they would put, after every three days, they will go and remove that bread and put fresh bread. Because Jesus Christ would come as the bread of life. And David went without fear and ate that bread and never died. Surrounding mess. And Jesus, when he came in the New Testament, he backed him up. He says, he said, do you remember David ate the bread and never died? People said, yes. He said, there's a reason why. Because he's a son of the house. They said, ah. ah. So what about? Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody? Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? It is messy. King Saul never did things like that. David 
He killed somebody's husband and impregnated the wife. But the mercy of God was so much on him. He said, Lord, your mercy endures forever. God forgave him when he repented in prayer. God forgave him. Come on, raise up your hands and say, oh Lord, oh Lord. I pray for mercy. I your people must be very serious. This teaching will help so many of you. I say, raise up your hands and say, Oh Lord, oh Lord. show me your mercy. Show me your mercy. Show me your mercy. Show me your mercy. Show me your compassion. Show me your compassion. Your loving kindness. Your loving kindness. So, what must happen if you are? destitute of his mercy. What must you do? This, this is a very important question. Prophet, so what must I do? I just want to give an answer. Alright, Job chapter 5. Verse 8 to 16. If I were you, I would go to God and present my case to him. Uh-huh. He does great things too marvelous to understand. He performs countless miracles, if I were you. He gives rain for what? For the earth. And water for the fields. Mm -hmm. He gives prosperity to the poor and protects those who suffer. He frustrates the plans of the schemers so the work of their hands will not succeed. Mm -hmm. He traps the wise in their own cleverness. So their cunning schemes are thwarted. They found it dark in the daytime and they grope at noon as if it were night. He rescues the poor from the cutting words of the strong and rescues them from the crutches of the powerful. And so at last the poor have hope. And the napping jaws of the wicked All are right. shut. Now, let's go back to the same verse we started. All right. Now, I want you to give me a message. Now, let me read it for you. Okay? Properly. So you can hear properly. If I were in your shoes, if I were in your shoes that I, have, I am destitute of his mercy, I would go straight to God and throw myself on the mercy of God. If I were you, if I were in your shoes. <laughs> you didn't hear that. <laughs> if I were in your shoes where I have money, I borrow here, I borrow there, I try. Problems after problems, I would go and throw myself. Hear that scripture. It says what? I would go straight to God. I would throw myself on the mercy of God. Uh-huh. After all, he is famous for great and unexpected acts. There's no end to his surprises. So if, hey, I, Papa, so what must I do? I'm destitute. I have no mercy. Simple. Throw yourself in the mess of God. There is no end to his surprises. 
He does unexpected acts. He's famous of doing great things. Throw yourself in the mace of God. Now, it doesn't end there. Let's continue reading. It says what? He gives rain. For instance, across the wide earth, says water to irrigate the fields. God. He raises up the down and out. People who are completely down, he raises them up. So why are you like this? Throw yourself in the mess of God. After all, he's famous. He raises up people who are nobodies. He raises them up. Somebody raise up a hand again and say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I throw myself in your mercy. I throw myself in your mercy. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. I need your mercy. I need your mercy. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Now, I want you to see something. We are continuing. Papa, there are people who are planning against me. They, hey, there are crooks. There are people they want to, to destroy. Wait, 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 wait. If you throw yourself in the mercy, the Bible says what? Let's read. Let's read the next verse. Let's read. He raises up the down and out, gives female footing to those sinking in grief. I have got so much grief. No, don't worry. Throw yourself in the mercy. The grief will disappear. Let's read, let's read, let's read, let's read. He aborts the schemes of conniving crooks. Right, some people are conniving. Like, what, what should we do to bring him down? The Bible says he aborts their schemes. He says, throw yourself in the mercy of God. Their schemes are aborted. Conniving. How to bring down a major one. Tell your neighbor, throw yourself in the mercy. You will abort the schemes of those conniving against you. Throw yourself in the mess of God. He raises those who are down. Are you, are you understanding what the Bible says? It says he does unexpected acts. His surprises have no end. He will shock you as you are now struggling, trying to touch here, trying to touch there. He will sub. Oh my goodness. Receive in the name of Jesus. He will surprise you. When you are in the maze of God, his surprises have no end. As before, you had the mercy. It was about problem here. Tomorrow, another problem. Tomorrow, another problem. When you are in the mercy, today, a surprise. Tomorrow, another surprise. Another day, Another day, his surprises have no end. Receive in the name of Jesus. I prophesy to you. The mess is coming in your house. The mess will begin to work in your life. Receive in the name of Jesus. Just see, see, see the next. He says what? He catches... They know it owes in their conspiracies. Did you hear that? They know it owes as they are conspiring 
the boss, he catches them. If you have mercy, if you have mercy, it doesn't matter who is plotting against you. And tonight we are praying that God help me. I need your mercy. I don't want to become a destitute. I don't want to be uh, suffering like this. I don't want to be all over. Like you try this, you try this. No, this must end now. You must not be the second soul of our time. You must never be a second soul of our generation. I know you're praying. I know you are faithful to God. But you need one thing, the mercy. God's system of advantage. As raise your hands, Heavenly Father. After me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I need your mercy. I need, I need your, your mercy. mercy. For your mercy. For your mercy. Is in you every morning. Is in you every morning. I need your mercy. I need your mercy. For your mercy. For your mercy. Endure us forever. Endure us forever. Give me your mercy. Show me your mercy. Begin to make a prayer. Request with your heart. Be serious about it. Make a prayer. Open your spirit. Open your mind, your heart, your body. In prayer, give everything around you. Throw yourself. Kareke Paramosa.